and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and a spectator of the Statue of Liberty. I'm also a huge fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, and secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day, I'm gonna share one of my favorite deep cuts with you. So let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. Today, in 1885, the Statue of Liberty arrived in New York Harbor. After a long trip across the Atlantic Ocean from her native France, the statue was a gift from the people of France to the people of the United States, memorializing the U.S.'s independence and forging a connection between the American Revolution and the French Revolution that quickly followed it. The statue did not arrive in New York ready-made. Like any good IKEA piece, she came in 350 individual pieces and was packed in more than 200 cases. It's unclear what the assembly instructions looked like or whether she came with a bunch of easily breakable hex keys like your favorite mom dresser, but she was assembled a year later and debuted on Liberty Island with a ceremony led by President Grover Cleveland. But first, let's reverse. The Statue of Liberty was essentially the brainchild of French sculptor Frédéric Auguste Bartholdi. A friend of Bartholdi's, Edward de la Boulet was obsessed with the United States, and after the American Civil War in 1965, he floated the idea of building a French-American monument to Bartholdi. Bartholdi conceptualized the monument as a giant woman wearing a crown made of sun rays, holding a torch in one hand and a tablet in the other. He had initially conspired to sculpt something like this for the Suez Canal in Egypt, though that never came to pass. Bartholdi went to the United States for the first time in 1871, hoping to drum up some fundraising for the statue. People weren't really that interested, though, and he went home mostly empty-handed, although he did manage to find a good spot for the statue, Bedloe Island, located in the New York Harbor. You probably know it now as Liberty Island, but we'll get there. Bartholdi went back to the U.S. in 1876, this time with the statue's hand and torch, which he showed off at the Philadelphia Centennial Exhibition. This time it worked, mostly because he pitted Philadelphia against New York, claiming at the exhibition that he might install the statue in Philly instead. New Yorkers didn't care for that. So the hand and torch eventually went on display in Madison Square Park. The people of France agreed to pay for the statue itself, but the Americans had to pay for the pedestal. Eventually, U.S. fundraising efforts began to amass money for it. At one fundraiser in 1883, poet Emma Lazarus read a poem called The New Colossus, which included the line, Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, the wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Send these, the homeless, tempest-tossed to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. If that poem sounds familiar, it's because it's now inscribed on a plaque mounted inside the statue's pedestal, and is synonymous with Lady Liberty as a symbol of inclusion and sanctuary, even if that's not quite the United States' policy. Bartholdi finished the statue in the summer of 1884. This cost the French about $250,000, which is more like $5.5 million nowadays. When the disassembled statue arrived in the New York Harbor a year later, the pedestal still wasn't finished. 
hence why it took more than a year for the statue to officially debut. On October 28, 1886, Grover Cleveland dedicated the statue at its opening on Bedloe Island, which would be renamed Liberty Island in the 1950s. We will not forget that Liberty has here made her home, nor shall her chosen altar be neglected, Cleveland said at the ceremony. At the time, the statue was taller than any structure in New York City. That's laughable now, but this was before the skyscrapers. She was, and still is, a formidable presence in the harbor, and after 1892, she became a welcoming one. This was the year the city installed a massive immigration center on neighboring Ellis Island. More than 12 million immigrants were processed there before the center closed in 1954, and for many of those immigrants, the first sign that they'd made it to the United States was Lady Liberty. Here are some fun facts about the Statue of Liberty. She's actually made of copper, but the copper has oxidized over the years, turning her to a now recognizable shade of teal. She's modeled after Bartholdi's mother, which is quite a way to honor your mom. She is 305 feet and one inch tall from her pedestal to the tip of her torch. She has a connection with another famous structure, Gustave Eiffel, the engineer behind the Eiffel Tower in Paris, assisted Bartholdi with the statue. There are several smaller statues of liberty in Paris. The Americans actually gifted one to France in 1889, although it's quite tiny. People used to live on Liberty Island as well. There was traditionally a national park ranger stationed there, although after Superstorm Sandy damaged the designated ranger cottage, the plan was scrapped. There is now a museum on Liberty Island that you can visit. They've even got the original torch on display was replaced in the 1930s. As a New Yorker, I have never actually visited Lady Liberty. I do see her quite often though as I go around Manhattan and take walks along the water, but maybe one day I will give her a visit. Now let's talk about music. Today in 2008, Katy Perry's album One of the Boys dropped. This album was technically Perry's second studio album, but it was her first on a major label and her first using her stage name. Her real name is Katherine Hudson. And her first album, Katie Hudson, was released under her real name. One of the Boys was a huge hit. Singles included I Kissed a Girl, Hot and Cold, Thinking of You, and Waking Up in Vegas. I Kissed a Girl in particular was a huge hit and topped the Billboard 100 chart. The album itself debuted at number 9 on the US Billboard 200. Perry was nominated for Grammy Awards for I Kissed a Girl and Hot and Cold, and she's gone on to be a major star. So happy birthday, One of the Boys. And now for today's final segment, I will be going back into my own photo archive to see what I was up to on a June 17th in my life. June 17th, 2019, I started painting a bunch of ukuleles. I did a piece of merch in 2019 that I sold custom ukuleles. They were Fender soprano ukuleles and they were so cute and they were all blue and I painted each of them and I was extremely proud of it because I used to do I got to do like a bunch of cool designs I think the ones I worked on on this day one of them had blue flowers painted all over it another had fruits drawn on all over it one had this like abstract sort of line with what appears to be egg shaped things going on and another had a sky with a really pretty sun on it um, and some stars on the top of it as well but I really loved working on that. I thought it was a lot of fun and it seemed like people were really into it. So whoever owns a ukulele out there, I hope you're enjoying them because I enjoyed working on them. 
Thanks for going back in time with me and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can come back tomorrow for more stories from the past. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's three